Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And welcome to season three, episode six. Can't believe it. I know we say that every episode, but it's like, you know, and we still get nervous every single time we start. Every single time. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I don't want to mess up, but eventually, you know, I will. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. Just join the chaos. So on this week's episode, me and Jenny both have some book reviews that we're going to be reviewing tonight, and we're also going to be drinking some margaritas. Well, thanks to Jenny, because she sent me this lovely care package, because (laughs) I've been going through it, so I decided I would make my margarita, and in the cup you gave me, so I did. I have, I have mine in my cup Lego. that Santana Blair gave me at Romanticon. Nice. So we got cute cups. We mm-hmm. got some margaritas. We have some books we're going to talk about. So I feel like that's a good episode. Good Drink episode. Yeah. Book. I agree. We're, like you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So my review is on a contemporary romance. What's yours? Dark Academia Mystery. Ooh, that sounds really good. And I know you've been looking into like more dark academia kind of books. So I'm excited for that. I'm in the mood. Yay. I can't wait to hear more about it because I know that's been something you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. um, these are books that you would find on our um, review Instagram as well. So check that right. out. Uh, Make sure you're following us on Instagram and all your streaming services. So let's get into it. Do you want to, did you already try your margarita? Yeah, I've had quite a few this week already. (laughs) So (laughs) the one I have is the regular classic margarita. So these are already made. You don't have to add anything to it. Just pour and add some ice and that's it. That's exactly what I did and like I said I had the mango flavor one so I haven't tried it yet but my husband did hope you like it I mean I know you're gonna like it oh yeah they're like juice um yeah yeah (laughs) I'm gonna have to get a couple of these because these are really good so far, so the store by my house only has the mango and the classic I believe and they come in a pack of four and they're only like 10 or 12 bucks. They're super yeah. cheap, but I'm going to have to like stock up on them. Yeah. One of these is one glass. Well, I could probably add two to mine and be good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, one glass each. Yeah. I can't just... stop drinking it. It's really, yeah. really good. But you, you know problem. what though? I've had the, um, the to-go margaritas from Frontera and mm-hmm. they taste exactly the same. Really? Oh, so it must be like the it same. It must be the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really good. I couldn't stop sipping it as you were talking about it. Yummy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's juice. That's what we call juice, and yes. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Definitely a mommy juice. All right. So do you want to start on your dark academia? Yes, I can. Okay. So mine is If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. I've had this one on my list for such a long time. I don't even know when it came out, maybe like 2018, 19 or something. 
Mm-hmm. It's been there forever. I was in the mood. So I finally read it and I loved it. It was literally everything I wanted to read in a dark academia. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It was more like um like a mystery suspense book, but because it takes place in a college, it makes it dark academia. Mm-hmm. Um so basically this story centers around or for context the author is like a super huge fan of Shakespeare okay so this whole story is literally that it's based all around Shakespeare so it centers around Oliver it's told in his point of view and it's also dual timeline so from his point of view dual timeline and it's basically about a group of students who are in this college called Deliker and they're studying Shakespeare so the classes start off like right when you go in you're a freshman and there's like this big class and every single end of semester you basically have to audition okay for the play for the following year okay okay if you're gonna say they die someone dies <laughs> well somebody does die spoiler alert it's not really a spoiler because you find out right in the beginning but anyway um, they have to audition to be in next year's play if you don't get a role you're basically like either kicked out of the school or (laughs) I know it's really hard to be in this school so you're either kicked out or you get like a random job like you know the curtain calls the lights like so those kinds of roles right but you don't get to be like in any of the plays unless you're just like a backup or whatever Mm -hmm. it's a really hard school to be in and it's not only like theater there's like artists and singers and whatnot okay so basically you have to be good in order to stay in the program Mm -hmm. so Oliver and his group of friends so there's seven of them total they're the best of the best so they each have like their own strong personalities that you learn like right away so it's really hard to start this book off like one to two chapters maybe three you're like what the fuck I had to reread it okay if it didn't get any better than that I would have DNF'd it right away right 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 it was very hard um, so you learn their each personalities and you almost know right away like who's who, like who the villain is because they're always cast as the villain. Somebody who's like a seductress because she's beautiful. She always gets like that good female lead role. So mm-hmm. it's those types of roles. So basically, one day all of the roles get assigned. So like they do certain plays a year. They do like three. So one day all the roles get sent to them they're all sitting together and it's anonymous. So they each open their rules up and they have to read like, oh, I got this rule, but I can't tell anybody else. Okay. Don't rehearse together. What? Yeah. They learn. This is only for the first play. They learn their lines and they don't rehearse together. They're given like a date and a time and they have to randomly figure out where this place or the play is taking place. And they have to know when they're supposed to jump in and play that role. So they have to pay attention to like, because they know what the play is. It's all like Caesar, like Macbeth, like all Shakespeare stuff. So they know the plays. So if you know your role, you should know who like, if you're, you have a love interest, you should know when they're coming on and then 
-hmm. So it's that kind of, it's kind of crazy and it's really cool and unique. Um, So anyway, they all get their roles. And one of them who's usually like the main person, like everybody loves him. He storms off, but they can't talk about their roles because, you know, so he storms off and he starts acting weird. So then when it comes time to the for the play, nobody sees him until they realize that he's like the announcer. Mm. So he's like basically announcing something and that's it. Like that's his role. He's oh, usually like lead person. They're now in their senior year and he's always number one. Like he okay. played Caesar, like that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he starts acting funny. He's getting angry. He's getting physical at times and abusive. Then one day he dies. Yes, they all find him, all the whole group find him in the lake. Mm-hmm. He's like face up. They're like, oh my God, what happened? Right. They finally decide, let's not do anything. Let's wait. And then we'll call the police because they're all mad at him at this point. They're all just like, right, fed up oh. with him. Yeah, because he's being abusive, like he's actually getting mean. But mm-hmm. nobody like it's all because of that role. At least that's what you get from the story. Like mm-hmm. he's already like an angry person. He's like egotistical, whatever. But because of that role, I think that's what caused him to be abusive, right. to, like his girlfriend and his friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. So after that, it starts basically an investigation on who did what. Mm-hmm. They all kind of know sort of what happened they're all kind of like holding things in nobody's really saying what happened so but you don't everyone kind of has like a secret with him kind of thing it sort of feels that way okay. but I don't want to get too spoilery right right right, right. books I gave you and I want you to read it I was kind of nervous about giving it to you because I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if you were gonna like it or not no this sounds really but, good good but it reminded me of remember when we read um it it girl by oh, Ruth, Ruth Ware. Oh, um, the It Girl. I have it right here by Ruth Ware. Yeah. Remember how it, I hated it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is very similar. And this is everything that was in this book is what I wanted out of that book. Okay. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. And it's so, funny that you say that because with um the It Girl, she was like in a play. And mm-hmm. everything took place afterwards. So that's yep, and it's all in school. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing. It's dual point of view, and you mm-hmm. get it from her point of view right. in different times. It's exactly it's like darker. this. So it's it's very much darker. Mm-hmm. Um, Oliver, you get his point of view from while he's in school, while all this is happening. Right. And then the other point of view is it's interesting. It's so how do I explain it? The whole book is like a play, right? So each section, there's a prologue and there's 13 scenes. Okay. And there's prologue to Mm -hmm. 13 scenes. So that's how it is. It's like four different parts and there's four prologues. So it's almost like a script. Yeah. Like, And then each prologue is Oliver in the future, 10 years later. And the scenes are all during like when this one person died. So it's like past, present, within 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting because my romance Mm -hmm. is kind of like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I love that. Absolutely we start it. reviewing things and like they're similar in some mm-hmm. kind of way without us even knowing it. <laughs> yeah, totally different genres, but they're similar. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, I don't want to get too far into it, but you know right, right. away that one of their group dies mm-hmm. and you sort of get the vibes that one of them did it because there's no question as to like, was there somebody that came into the school? There's no investigation mm-hmm outside of the school everything takes place within so -hmm. you know somebody there did it Mm -hmm. and also right away you find out that Oliver is actually in prison for this murder yes this is like prologue first chapter you find you find that out he's in prison for murder so Mm -hmm. then he's actually getting out we find out in that prologue he's in prison for murder this is 10 years later He's getting out and the officer who arrested him like talks to him afterwards and he's like, okay, you already went to jail. I need to know the truth because I know you didn't do it. So mm-hmm. this whole book is basically Oliver telling this story. Oh yeah, I gotta read past. that. It's that sounds so good. So good. I cannot believe that it took me this long. Mm-hmm. to read this book and I'm I'm so happy that I did because I actually reread it today via audiobook it's, like that's how much I best. wanted to I I love that when there's yeah. like a book that you've been putting off for so long and then mm-hmm. you regret putting it off for so long because it's so good and you just yeah. like why didn't I get to do this earlier? I should have just read it years ago <laughs> when I first found out about it no, that's yeah. definitely one I want to look into now. Yeah. And then Ugh. when I posted about it, um, people kept sending me messages about The Secret History by Donna Tart. Hmm. They say that it's similar and it's either people who love, if we were villains, love that book, or you're like mixed. That one's a lot better than if we were villains or if okay. we were villains was a lot better, but it's sort of the, in the same line so I think I'm gonna read that one too and I apparently it's super old so I'm gonna try to read it I'm excited I don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) tell me which one is better maybe that could be an episode where we both read it and we're we like which one is better yes (laughs) do we agree with the ones that really enjoy it or the ones that are Mm. like oh this one is really good I'll wait until you read if we Mm -hmm. were villains and then I'll read the other one and then okay and then we'll talk about it. I am excited for all the books that you put in. I haven't opened them yet, so I don't know what's what yet. So <laughs> yeah, that's I'm the only that's the only one that mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if you were gonna like it or not. No, it sounds really good. Okay, good. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. Good. So mine, like I said, is a contemporary romance. It's called Recipe for Second Chances by Ali Rosen. Um And I would describe this book as like a cookbook with romance in it. And I find out that the author, this is her debut contemporary like romance, because usually she's a um, cookbook author. So I made, um, I was like, okay, now I understand why like the description of like the food and all those kind of Uh details are so like, heavy and strong within the book because when I tell you she was detailed about the food and it made me so hungry and I'm just like oh (laughs) Oh, so she did her job well 
Yeah, she did that part well, very, very well. well. Um, And I love that at the end of the book, there's actual recipes in the book. Ooh. Yeah. That's always a plus. I really, really enjoy that. Okay. So you had to think cookbook with romance, okay? Okay. So that's what threw me off a little bit because I'm more of a romance girly and I would have enjoyed some of the like the details but I feel like it was a a little bit overkill at some point okay but other than that this is um a romance and it's a second chance romance and it follows Stella who's a food columnist for food magazine and like your book it's like a 10-year gap of past present chapters so in the past she meets Samuel who is her best friend's current boyfriend's friend. So they all meet up one night because Stella's best friend is kind of introducing her group of friends to his group of friends. So like, you know how when you're first dating, you want like the friends to kind of like get to know each other and hang out. So it was kind of like that kind of vibe. So straight off the back, we know Samuel is attracted to Stella and they're in their first couple years of college. So um, they're so they're super young. And Stella is like, you know, this is my break before I go back to school. She's um, she's doing like um, abroad college abroad. So she's going to go back to I think she's in Scotland or something. So she's just like, I'm just using this time to kind of be like carefree and not really date and just like do my thing kind of by bang yeah <laughs> so you know just go where go with go the ahead. flow kind of thing and have fun whereas Samuel we know right off the bat he's like super attracted to her he's more of like a you know serious commitment kind of guy so obviously they're not at the same like wavelength like they're attracted yeah. there's romance there but they're just like on two separate paths um they meet each other at dinner with all the friends and they're talking um and he's like okay she's a Red Sox fan he's a Yankee fan so there's a game and he's just like if your team wins you'll take me out to eat and if I win you know I'll take you out kind of thing so um she winds up winning and he's like oh, we can go to like this diner or whatever. And she's just like, no, we're not going to do that. And she was like, but you can walk (laughs) me home because she's a little tipsy. And he was like, he's, he kind of like kept, you know, kept it up and wasn't taking no for an answer. And he was like, I'll see you around kind of thing. And she was like, okay. And then she goes, and was she just not into him? Or was it just because she was not in the same like, wavelength like you said there's two reasons she was attracted to him she felt it um but she was just like she doesn't want that kind of romance and she knew like he was like a commitment kind of person Mm -hmm. but she's also coming with baggage which comes later on or within the story where we find out that her sister is going through a divorce at the same time and it kind of shook her when it came to like relationships because she grew up with her sister's husband 
and they were dating and together for a very long time and then they got married and after six months he just asked for a divorce so she saw like her sister going through like the divorce process moving back home being depressed and you know just wondering why Mm -hmm. um so she was just like you know love can really like hurt you and that's just not something she's like willing to go through um it's like a fear kind of thing so I you ever come across a book that is so good in the beginning and then it just like for you yeah yeah that kind of did that for me with this book the beginning was so good because I understood like okay you know she's coming with baggage because of what happened to her sister so I can see like kind of like that trauma bond kind of like play out and why she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be serious within a relationship but Samuel was just so like he's the perfect male main character like super fictional you know this doesn't really happen in the real world where someone's so attentive and you know um even though you're playing hard to get he's willing to like put up with it kind of thing because like he finds he gets her phone number he's constantly texting her and calling her and then finally she's like okay we can go out to dinner and you know hang out and like you know he he slowly like left like little pieces of himself so that she would be attracted and kind of want it. Mm. Um, so she totally aimed for him being like the perfect book boyfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was. Right. He was. Oh, I love. Look at you. You fell in love. I did. Because <laughs> he was just so sweet. And at, in the beginning, I understood Stella and I really liked her. But then the more like I got into the story, she kind of became a little bit insufferable. And like always like playing the victim or being jealous or envious of Mm -hmm. other situations. And I'm just like, girl, you did this to yourself. Like this man poured his heart out to her. And she was just like, no, I just want to like friend zone. That's frustrating. So I don't want to give too much away. So the 10 year gap is because her best friend who like the whole reason why they even met, she's getting married to his friend. So they're all going to Italy for this big wedding. And they're like seeing each other for the first time again after 10 years. And, you know, you know, that unanswered questions, there's things that they have to work out and things like that. But even within that, there were just elements of the story that just frustrated me so she's in Italy and when she gets there her sister tells her oh I have I know you know you're going to a wedding and you know you're going to be busy but I wanted you to know that her current boyfriend that she's been dating for a few months asked to marry her like proposed to her and she said yes and Stella is just like you barely know this instead of being supportive she's very judgy so her her sister was just like, you know what? I thought you would support me, blah, blah, blah. Like, enjoy your week in Italy and we'll talk. Wow. And like for a good 70% of the book, a majority of the book, we never go revisit that conversation with her sister. Really? Yes. For a majority of the book, like it's mentioned and stuff like that, but she never like, 
for a majority of the book okay. that's never revisited. However, she's always mentioning her sister and that divorce and the reasoning. So it's just like, but girl, go talk to your sister. Right. That is so, frustrating. And then when Samuel and Stella kind of like reconnect, even I felt like there should have been more like, I don't know, like conflicts almost just because it's like, if you guys ended it the way you did 10 years ago for you to guys just to jump back into the bedroom, like make it make sense kind of thing. So that's where I was frustrated. I was really frustrated with Stella and just how she approached different things and just like Samuel deserved better. Like he was just like a good, like he was always very straightforward as to what he wanted. And she would just like hear what he was saying and just brush it aside because she wasn't there and pretend like the conversations, like he wrote her like a letter saying he loved her and all these things. And like, Mm -hmm. she was just like, oh, I hope law school's going great for you. And and this is what I'm doing. And like, totally disregarded (laughs) this. Like he wrote her a detailed letter. Oh my God. And then she sent this like little snapshot, like, oh, da, 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 da. And (laughs) I feel like that would be me in in that situation. (laughs) I'm like, oh, like, okay, oh that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's me. And then <laughs> 10 years later, she's like, oh, you know, could I have been in love with him? He was so great and all these other things. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like he's always been one that I've like always like try to stop thinking about and all these things. I'm like, girl, like you put yourself through that misery and he's been miserable because of you. And then what really got me was when she was like, oh, that she envied the fact that, you know, he's been so successful and like, he seems happy and like, she's not happy at her job and just different things like that. And I'm just like, again, that's, your fault. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if that's if the author meant to write her that way. Mm-hmm. Like that frustrating. It had to be, right? But it doesn't make sense to me. Like when you say she's she's sort of kind of envious about how his life is going and how good it is. And oh, I could I have loved yeah, him, but like, it doesn't sound like she even there's tried. There's like a, a good like paragraph where she was like, Oh, I envy the fact that. He's been able to like do these things or whatever. And here she is like, that's not how she's feeling. Um, It's a lot of inner dialogue for Stella Mm. and like her battling her own feelings and like talking to herself and like that kind of like drug out a little bit too. So that became a little bit much. I'm like, okay, let's, let's move it along kind of thing. Not to say the book wasn't good. It was just like certain elements, just it was frustrating. And I don't want to, you know, go into like how it ends and what happens, but there were just certain parts where I'm just like, wow, like she, like the wedding is happening and she had this moment where her sister and it was just like, 
can we go back to that? Huh. And like, a lot of the story as we're going on, I'm just like, okay, is she ever going to call her sister back and apologize and like just certain things? But I don't want to, you know, go into like how the book ends and things like that. Yeah. But like, for a good 70%. <laughs> it's That's just too like, bad. Mm-hmm. Unless she did like a novella. I know sometimes you be reading like <laughs> books mm-hmm. out of order. <laughs> There's like a whole novella that talks about it. But I'm not going to say like if she, if that's, you know, conversation is ever visited. I'm just saying like. She should have given more information on that whole Mm -hmm. situation, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then it's even mentioned how she runs into her sister's ex-husband and how they have like this brief like running and how that made her feel and stuff and it was just like I didn't get like a lot of things were told like we never really witnessed it so it it was hard for me to really grasp why this was so like triggering for her but then again it's like if it's mentioned like most of her adolescence was seeing this relationship and then all of a sudden and not like you know working out like I can get it but at the same time it's just like that happened to your sister (laughs) and Samuel isn't Charlie you know right his name is Charlie I believe it was Charlie so it was just like I don't know I love Samuel so much it was just like girl you should have just jumped on that when he was there (laughs) my god so he made the story he really did for me he was just like so sweet and just like really honest and empathetic to her and like he never like held things against her when she did little things like that like if I wrote you a essay and I ended it saying that I loved you and you're just gonna be like thank you (laughs) thank you or totally just like not even like mention that like that's crazy to me he should have walked away he should have but you know when you know you know I guess (laughs) I guess he liked that like cat and mouse game I guess or being emotionally abused because that was like (laughs) crazy to me but there were certain aspects but it did get me a little bit out of my reading rut rut because it's been really hard for me to find books that I want to finish I've been DNFing Mm. books left and right and I think it's just like where I am emotionally yeah and just like if I don't enjoy within the first like 30 percent I'm not continuing I just can't Mm -hmm. I have very limited time (laughs) yeah you don't want to waste your time I do not want to waste my time so you know I finished this one there was like I said parts of it where I was just like so mad but for a debut you know book and going from a cookbook to a whole like contemporary romance I feel like that's like a big jump (laughs) like they're totally different things yeah so I'm not mad at it and like I said like it made me hungry like she's good at what she does when it comes to cookbooks. <laughs> at least you got something out of it. I really did. And there's, like I said, recipes at the end that yeah. I, I'm like, I'm going to have to give this a go because the wedding was in Italy, like I said, and I was just like, I want to go there. I want to eat that. 
That sounds well. <laughs> if you try something, make sure you take a picture of it and post it with the book. I should so that mm-hmm. other people can see it. I should. I That'd be really cool should. because there are certain recipes there that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> yeah. I like to bake and cook from time to time, so that might be something I do. But yeah, that was awesome. recipe for second chances. Um. It was also one of my Amazon picks for like, you know how like they Uh-oh. do the monthly things. So I actually got it for free, which was nice. Yeah. I but it read was- one mm-hmm. Amazon first reads book. <laughs> I always you get so what? excited. I'm like, it's the first. I got to go this, get my book. This was, um I think my second one, because I think my first one was, I think it was called. It was by Lisa Gray, and it was the one about the real estate agents and how there was like a murder within the house. Um, I don't think we ever did an episode on it, but I know it's on our Instagram. I have to, I have to look it up. Um, I don't remember the name of it, and it's gonna bother me. But um, it was definitely one that I, I reviewed. But it was Lisa Gray. Not all eyes on me. What is it called? Let me look it up real fast. Yeah, I've been getting them since like, I want to say either May or June. And mm-hmm. I've only read one. And that was a, a novella. <laughs> it was only like 90 <laughs> Like pages. a short one. You were like, super short. not that I don't want to read them. They all sound good. The ones that I picked are just, mm-hmm. you know. It's just so many. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Gray to die for. And that was the one about like the, they're all trying to um, sell this like million dollar home. And it's like five real estate agents that work for a company. And the company is like, we're only going to choose one, you know, agent to um, sell the home. So they're all trying to like battle it out to sell it. Um, And that was a good one. So those are the only two like, Amazon pick ones that I've read so far but I have so many (laughs) every month I'm just like okay I'll try this one okay okay Mm -hmm. I'll try this one and then a million other books are added to my they just keep piling up you should see like my counter behind my dining room table is it packed packed with books yeah I have a set of books here I have (laughs) tons of books on that counter and I'm just like I need I need to stop I just Mm -hmm. need to like go on a book buying like ban for myself (laughs) yeah and I actually have not bought any books I've done pre-orders of like sequels and stuff Mm -hmm. that we've already read or something Mm -hmm. and they're now starting to you know (laughs) yeah show up I have like I a have, few in January coming. I'm like, oh my God. No, I have the yeah. Scarlet Veil that I got at some point in October. It's still in the box. I haven't even opened it. Oh my God. Not me. Once I get them, I'm like ripping no. them open. I have not opened it. It's sprayed edges because it's like the one of the like special edition ones. I have yet to open the box, read it nothing because I have the author's um blood and honey series and I really enjoy oh. that 
So this is, uh, I believe it's called The Scarlet Veil. And I want to read it. It was definitely something that I wanted to read last month, but I just never got the chance to. And I know it's pretty and it's just like in a box and I just have it open. Oh my God. I'm terrible. That's hilarious. Yes. Hopefully I'll get to it at some point. And then all the books that I get, like at the book signing, I bought some books and I haven't even opened up those. It's just oh like, my God, I know yeah, I'm trying not to, I really want to read everything that I have. Definitely death by TBR. Definitely. <laughs> I am getting it piled on and I'm just like, stop. Yeah. but it's so funny that you say your pre-orders are coming in because mine yeah. are too. <laughs> Yep. I'll get an email. I just got an email from Barnes and I have so many pre-orders from Barnes from Mm -hmm. like even a year ago. Mm -hmm. And it's, they were like, oh, we couldn't charge you. You need to update your card. And it was just because my card expired. So I needed to Mm -hmm. add the new one. And I'm like, oh my God. So I go on and I check, I'm not going to name the book, but I have two pre-orders from the same book. And I pre-ordered it on Amazon, not realizing it too. And then I tried to go in and cancel it. Is it one that I have the sequel? Is it a sequel? Okay. I know which one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I have three and I have to try to figure out how to cancel the two barns because I don't want it. Right. And I, I, every time I would go in. I think I got an email too about it. Like there's a delay or something. Oh, is there? Yeah, I couldn't just I because I guess when I had pre-ordered them, I mm-hmm. pre-ordered them with two different pre-orders. Like one of them was okay. with Throne of the Fallen by Carrie Maniscalco, which I know I know you're backed up, but you need to read it because it's okay. part of the Kingdom of the Wicked series, which okay, I know okay. you loved too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to. I, I have just to finished it yesterday. It was so good. Envy is like up here really? for me. Up here. I was like <laughs> the whole time. I have, I have to finish it. Because yeah. I only read the first. No. The first really? two? Yeah. The Kingdom of the Wicked ones. I think I only read the first two. Oh, so you didn't read the third one. Mm-mm. And then now this one that just came out. So this one isn't part of the series. It's not part of the trilogy. But it's one of the princes okay no I think I only read the first two yeah and this one is like 600 pages it's fucking thick and I read it in two two days also it was good good it was I could not put it down yeah, I look at 200 pages. And I'm like, do I want to commit to this? <laughs> I do the same thing. I didn't want to read that. I was like, I'll I'll let it sit. But then I was just like, oh, if I don't read it now, it's going to take me a year. Mm-hmm. So I read it and I'm, it was. Well, it's also like a fantasy. So I kind of understand that aspect of it being long. These romance books that are more than 300 pages are ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. If you don't have any fantasy in it. There should where's there's no world building I think romance authors really need to think about that because when I look up a romance if Mm -hmm. the blurb sounds really good somebody's reviewing it and they make it sound really good I go directly to my goodreads I find it I add it 
what do I do? I scroll to the pages. How many mm-hmm. pages does this have? If it's more than 300 pages, I will likely not read it. Yeah. I will not read it. It's just going to oh, sit on my real thing. Like, like I have how much so many romance romances that I'm like, I'm pretty sure I would really enjoy this, but do I really want to sit there and read 400 pages? That means I'm probably getting a breakup or a miscommunication or something. And it's going to irk the crap out yeah. of me. You're for sure getting those two tropes. <laughs> it's definitely sure. going to happen. Yeah. So it's just like, no, just give me some lovey-dovey okay you can have one argument but like (laughs) unless you're throwing in a monster or some type of shifter Mm -hmm. don't make it more than 300 350s pushing it yeah that i would teeter-totter i'm like "Mm, maybe okay maybe i will but likely it's just gonna sit there for sure for sure even yeah. this one, um, this wasn't too bad. I think it was like 267. So it was under 300. So it was doable. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, I want something quick and funny and sweet and like something fast. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But yeah. Agree. All right. Well, oh that is episode six. Yes. Um, please listen out for more episodes and more book reviews. Make sure you're following us on YouTube, Instagram, where you get your streams and enjoy. Happy reading. Bye. (laughs) Bye.